<laughs> We're doing I a soft it. opening right now. Because it looks oh, crazy. But yeah, I'm, it's still coming through kind of choppy. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just going to be that way. We'll roll with it. Right on. It's all good. But thank you yeah, for making okay. the time to hang out with us tonight. I'm sure you're busy preparing for all these shows. Right on. Yes. So, yeah, I was looking at the tour dates. And, I mean, this is like a full month, right? Like, this is a bunch of shows all over the country. Awesome. Yeah, and and I mean, Tim is steady selling out, and the and the tour is steady steady building. Uh, we the the last one that that I know that we go to is Huntsville, Alabama, and it's like two shows out there, so I'm excited too. Man, what is what is the tour life for a stand up comedian? We don't we don't tour. We are trying to work on the tour. We're trying to get ourselves in other cities. But I've never seen an improviser sketch person do the tour life. So like how do you how do you stay sharp? How do you work on your material? You know, what's your process? Uh, I mean, because we are touring so much, open mic is 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 a friend. I haven't been able to really hit him, but I do try to like soon as after we get out, out of the show, I go back and go over my whole show and see where I can add something and take something out see what's original and what's fresh and try to keep it personal because nowadays I'm noticing like in social media, your material can become a meme in like two seconds. And so is you, you gotta, you gotta find ways to like, I'm just, I'm just having fun on stage. Honestly, I could sing a, a, a show tune in the audience to be with it. And I'm like, wow, this is material now. So it's just, it just, I just be funny. <laughs> That's no, important. I, very important. Yeah, you know, that's important. <laughs> I mean, you're you are definitely like you're one of those people that I I, I think it's just naturally you were born to do that, man. Like you you're very quick and imaginative and in, in how you can just captivate the audience. I've seen you just working on the crowd. I've seen you work on, you know, throw material out at them and you know, you're one of my, I'm one of your biggest fans in the city for sure. Like, um, you know, and shout out to my dude, Mike. He loves you. I don't know if you know Mike, white Mike. He got the long beard. That's my you boy. Clark, yeah. Yes. We, he, we, we talk about you all the time. And he's always like, man, I got to go to see Keisha. He, she performing at such and such. And you just rock it, man. You rock it. So um, I'm, I'm definitely glad you were able to join the show. Uh, it means a lot to us for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I do improv a lot. I mean, earlier in my career, they would tell me that was not a good thing because with stand-up comedians, you know, the fact that you could write out a set and perfect that set was the thing for stand-up. But when I started venturing off into the crowd and just, you know, entertaining, I mean, intertwining them into the show, it's something I couldn't let go of. <laughs> it's yeah. that fresh and hot is addictive. <laughs> Man. Y'all know. know. For real. And then you're, and it's like a superpower to you because when you're improvising, you're basically writing on the spot. Yeah. People are receiving you way different than another comedian who they're going to possibly see the exact same set. You, you add another, just, you know, just another layer of performance, you know. So, you know, I think that's a superpower. All right. Yeah. Thank you. 
Y'all got it too. Those superheroes. Superheroes of comedy. Superheroes of comedy tour. Uh oh. He said you open up on the set it off. And you're all. Oh, and Glenn you. says he wants to hear the singing. The the singing? I was singing. You mentioned singing the show too. But we can save that for oh. later in the show. Yeah, okay, yeah, because I love dream girls. <laughs> but yeah, our buddy Ken yeah. said he saw you open up for set it off play. Um, which I heard was like a banger. Man, thank you. Yeah, I did that with that was right before that put they put us on lockdown. That was in February of 2009 of 20, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. That was right before they put us on the on the lockdown. That was like yeah. one of my last shows I had did. <laughs> For people uh tuning in this now, we're chatting with Keisha Hunt, comedian extraordinaire. Uh I've seen her perform a few times and every time it was amazing. One of my favorite comedians. Um, she's in the middle of a tour right now. So that's why she's in this swanky room with this porn headboard. Um, uh, but yeah, she's in, you said Toledo? Toledo. Toledo, mm. Ohio. My neck of the woods. I'm from, I'm from, I'm from Dayton. I was surprised we ain't got you up there in Dayton yet. Wow, isn't the weed legal up there? <laughs> we have some legal weed there, I believe. <laughs> or it's a hop, skip, and a jump, or something. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I go and say it's probably the best in the state because we got the 75 and the 35 highway that cross right in the middle of Dayton. So we get it from New York and we get it from Georgia. It's crazy. Try it out. What about Michigan? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Michigan. You know, it's our, it's our neighbors. <laughs> okay. I've never had no weed. So I can't speak on it. But I do know it's legal there, too. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> what show was that we was on? Man, and, and I kept saying something about Hennessy because y'all said it. I can't remember what it was, but it was so funny. I think it was oh one of Roxy's shows. Yeah, that was Roxy's show. One of Roxy's shows. But what was you saying? That was Tandy. <laughs> oh, that line killed. That line what killed. I know multiple people who are like, <laughs> they love. What the hell? What was the line? I don't remember. God, it was something about some yak. We kept saying it all night. Uh, it was something about some yak. Something about the. It was. What was it? Oh gosh. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. But it was the, it was the funniest thing I had Candy heard will in do ever. Candy will, do Candy will. I mean, she'll come out of nowhere with just a, like a, oh, I'm crying like now. A, a, a roundhouse kick of a line. It was, it was just, <laughs> knock y'all, knock y'all balance. It was so funny. Kick of a line. Yeah, that's what it did to me. Yeah, that that was one of the uh, the times that I guess one of no we performed with you on a program twice. I was about to say that was one of the only ones, but no, we've we've done it twice, and it's always been a pleasure. Keisha, are you from Houston? 
I am from Houston, Northside okay. H Town. From that north. North, north. Is that okay with you, Candy? <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> you don't like that note? I have to respect it. My dad is from Acres Home, so I mean, I can't act like I don't know. But uh, right you, know, on. you know that that North South thing in Houston. You know what it, you know what it's about. Somebody, I think I just read a, a meme or something on Facebook. And this guy that says, I thank my mama every day that I wasn't born on the north side. <laughs> All these south side people, like, you know, like. Hey, and the north side is amazing. It is. Talk about it. This is one of my favorite subjects. Hey, y'all know, hey, look, it's flooding out there now. We got the horses over here. Don't be jelly. <laughs> we, got, we got Slim Thug over here, if that means anything. <laughs> but he over here. <laughs> Not everybody people, got signed. People will find people some find stuff to rap. Like you, <laughs> you can just be on one <laughs> side of a street. People are like, yo, on this side of the street. <laughs> Look, we don't. <laughs> Look at their trees. Look at their trees. <laughs> hey, we got the best room by the hours over here. <laughs> 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 so true, so they abound. Yeah, that's like, in every uh, corner. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Some type of in, something in. It's like it's like the country. I think I would say it's it's the countryest part of Houston. Like it's where the wild, almost wild west meets. The, the city and you know the further out like further between out. like intercontinental is kind of rough but the, <laughs> the closer you get to downtown it gets more civilized no it doesn't except you gotta pass through and then once you get down by the, by the convention center and Minimade you got a name you all right that's when I, no, that's like, when I stop I'm holding my breath <laughs> Yeah, one time somebody told me they was just punching the code into some apartments on the north side and got stabbed just because they pushed the wrong <laughs> note. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, goodness gracious. <laughs> That's the north side, though. You better hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> and get it right the first time, okay? <laughs> yeah, know where you're going. That's not a place to get lost. <laughs> Better know. But the South Side got streets called like Dead End. Like that's the name of the street, not because it's a dead end, but because you know. <laughs> so they got a stop sign at it. <laughs> no, they got a they got a whole wino going. No, don't come over here. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about the north. Get off of here. We get off that north side. North side all day, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, you're from you know. there. I do, I do want to ask. This is, <laughs> I did want to ask you, sir. Um, so you're on tour right now. Uh, back, roll back to the pandemic when the pandemic hit. 
how did that affect how you did stand up? How did you continue to perform if you did continue to perform? What was it like for you? I don't know if you, when you asked me that question, my whole face changed. It went from like total, total joy and laughter to, oh God, let Mm. me tell you what happened. You know, like in the beginning of that, like we were, like I was like, I had got fired from my radio job and I was like, I don't care. I'm booked, you know? And then March came and then all of my shows got canceled. And then I'm scrolling on Facebook reading the status of some of my other contemporaries and how they feel about being withdrawn from the stage because the stage and the people and being in that spotlight, looking into darkness saved a lot of our lives, not necessarily the set or the the elements of stand up, but just being able to perform in front of a live audience was life-saving for a lot of us, especially some of those that touched me during that time, which helped me to, to take all of my savings and want to build a comedy club or a platform or a place for myself and my contemporaries so that we could, so we could survive because people would tell us, Hey, you're going to go out and perform. What if you catch COVID? And it got really heavy because I'm like, either way it's suicide. So either I'm going to stay home and something going to happen or I'm going to get out here and I'm going to make somebody laugh. You know, either way I'm going to take that chance. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, Everybody wasn't thinking like that because people were getting sad. Comedians were like about to jump off the ledge. I included. I wanted to do something. I wanted to make sure that that was a happy place for us during a sad time, during such a time that was so taken from us when I felt like we really needed it, you know? Oh, yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. Uh, One of the things I've always respected about comedians is – the fact that this is something that they have to do. You are drawn to the stage. You're called to the stage. It is not a very nice or forgiving profession. You have to work at it. You have to bomb at it. <laughs> a lot of trial and error. But you do it because you have to. Yeah, and, and I've always respected that. Say, man, I want to tell y'all something right now because y'all moving in slow motion. So one of y'all just rubbed y'all nose and it looked like, you know, one of them old school niggas who just got through, you know, tooting and booting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's in slow motion. All I was waiting for you to go and look here, my nigga. Listen. <laughs> it rubbed it so slow. I was like, he just took a bump. <laughs> Oh, God. The slow motion thing is working out for us. Oh, God. All right. For y'all in the chat, uh, we got Keisha Hunt, the spectacular, all all the way funny. Owns a comedy club now. Shout out to her. Big, big moves. She's on the podcast. We we do have some audio technical issues I'm trying to work through now. Please bear with us. She's still... An amazing guest, uh, and say hi to her, or tell us your favorite Keisha Hub moment if you got one. But let's show her right some on. love. Yes. Yeah. So we still choppy. It's a little bit. So I, I spoke with the tech support guy. He says that we should try to go on incognito mode and see if that works. Okay. You mean like right now? 
I asked him, he said, do I have echo cancellation on? I checked and we do. So he said, could you try switching the incognito mode? And I'm like, that would be a whole like, be like musical chill. <laughs> yeah, it would be. You don't have to kind of like leave. Yeah. Oh, it's purple. You you keep up. Let me tell you something. I don't know if y'all follow Keith on Instagram, but the hair stays changing. Right this, on. This is nice. I like that purple. Well, I, Thank you. But I, was, uh, I was about to ask you, how long has it been since you've been out on tour? Like a tour Whoa. like this. Okay, so a long time. Uh, the last <laughs> the last time I went out, and I haven't even really been on a tour like this. I've just done a couple of dates with uh other headliners, but to it's been since like 2007, where a couple of other comedians and and myself we build our own tour called the New Jack City's Comedy Tour, and we just booked planes and trains and buses and rented out venues and did it ourselves. It was nothing, nothing like this, but yeah, that was like in 2007. Okay. How, how, how has it how changed? What? Comedy's changed. It's like, it's just comedy now. It's, I mean, you could pick a genre that you wanted to be in, but the comedy club is not just for stand up comedy. It's for magicians. It's for internet sensations. It's for anybody that's, funny and so you know that that whole dynamic has changed back then you had to have a certain amount of credits done comedy a certain amount of time it's none of that matters anymore okay to get into these a-list clubs why do you think that is why do you think that is money i guess i don't know i mean from 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 what i'm looking to keep the business booming you got to keep it booming people want to see the inner the, the internet sensations they want to see them live and in person you know what i mean and so what better place than to be at than at a comedy club the only difference is now it's the hard part back then was to gain your fan base and build your fan base now they i mean they're building their fan base internationally all at once and I'm like, wow. So to to even to see this like some Michael Jackson stuff. I ain't gonna even lie to you. When those fans see Tim Bay, they be crying and fanning themselves. I'm like, man. We were yeah, just talking about Michael Jackson a few shows ago and how people were fainting and getting carried out of this concert. <laughs> That there you go with that snow. He, he rubbing that nose again, real slow. <laughs> I got a scene. I got a scene idea. Yes, thank you. I got a scene. He needs a nap. Kisha, we about to do a scene. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I rubbed my nose. Let me sit on my hands. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Hey, Antoine. Yeah. Hey, man, I saw from across the room you was kind of playing with your nose, man. Uh, you got any more? Uh, any more what? You know, man, like I saw you doing the slow, the snow uh, nose white, you know. You even threw the little pinky out at the last second. So I, I know you got something, man. Just just give me the stuff, man. I ain't, Don't make me say it out here what in front you, of our what? family. 
What are you talking about right now? I just had uh, uh, like a little like stu- stuffy nose situation sort of thing. That's okay. I thought I had yeah. something in my nose. Yeah, right. we don't gotta make this a situation. Let's I mean, have a, let's have a nice family dinner. I mean, I was trying to have a nice family dinner. If you give me that shit, you just put in your nose. On my family dinner, gonna be real nice. Hold on, you know? hold on. Now, now, even if I did have something, why would you want some? That's that's not that's not who you are. Right? Are you are you telling me? Are you telling me that my cousin hangs out with Snow White? That you uh you're one of the seven dwarves. You know, um dibble and dabble, you know. Dibble I'm, I'm, and dabble. I dibble and dabble. You know, like listen, I'm not I'm not here to try to get you to judge me. I'm just saying I ain't seen y'all in years. I want it to be memorable, you know. And if you got some, I feel like you ain't my favorite cousin because you're not sharing it. At all, you know. I mean, you—you you was always a stingy motherfucker. I'm just being honest. With you. you ain't what? never share. You ain't when never share your, You ain't share your fruit snacks now, back in the day. Hold a minute. Oh, look at that. Grandmama gotta come in here and interrupt her two grandsons from fighting. Oh, now y'all just—we just gonna have a good dinner. Now y'all stop fighting. Antoine, help Grandmama with your plate. Bring that plate into the kitchen. I, I need to put something else on it. Of course, Big Mama. Uh, come on in here. Get all away, right, Big you Mama. Know, all right. Here. I'm giving you all that trouble. Oh, all right, now we in the kitchen, Antoine. I saw you rubbing your nose, baby. Now, what you, what you, what you doing? What, what you got? And if you got that, then Grandmama wants some, baby. Uh, no, you don't have to worry. I'm not sick. I don't have a cold. I just thought I had something I, kind of in my nose. I no, was checking. Baby, no, my Grandmama know what that means. Now I know y'all think I'm old, but I, I, I've been there. You know, I know and. Things just not exciting no more. And maybe if you got a little bit, I'd like a little. You can leave your grandmama, son. Big mama, what are you saying right now? Are you trying to say that, like, even even if I did have something, are you saying that my own grandmother is is interested in uh, a little bit of the Cinderella sparkle? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? That's right. Big mama, my sciatica's been bothering me. And just anything... I don't know if that helps with sciatica. Anything that take the pain away, baby, makes the my experience a little bit. No, no, don't you be so stingy. I gave you a double helping of pot roast now. When was I stingy? Why is everyone saying I'm stingy? I don't understand. Now, if you're just not going to give me nothing, but don't tease me. Get out of my kitchen Grandma, if you're not going to give me nothing. Don't snatch the plate from me. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Antoine, Antoine. Hey, hey. It's me, George, the family dog. Um, hey, George. I need someone to take me for a walk. Everyone's busy right now. Would you, do you mind taking me for a walk outside? Okay. I, yeah, yeah. I need to take a walk to clear my head, too, George. Okay. Sure. Uh, let's go for a walk. Here's you got your leash on you. Okay, great. Get out the front door. Right, cool. Whew. You wouldn't you wouldn't believe what's going on in there, George. Hey, don't worry about it, man. I got something that's going to clear our heads up real good. <laughs> Let me get to the bush. I got, I got, a, I got my little stash over here. And scene. Come to this bush. That's on the parties, boy. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you gotta watch out for those signs. 
Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 you right, Antoine. You got to watch out for the sign. <laughs> you got to share. And you got to share. You can't be stingy. If you got some, share with the class. That's what they've always told us. Bring share enough with the for class. everybody. Bring enough for the class, man. Oh, oh man. Love it. But, oh. oh, yeah. Uh, earlier, so you mentioned um, making your comedy more personal these days because it can be a meme quickly. And I, I thought that was an interesting observation because in today's day and age, the technology the way it is, you can tell a joke on stage and it can be online in the next minute. Right. So how does how does that affect your approach to comedy? Like when you when you go into making your sets more personal? So it I just I mean, it's really hard. I don't know. I'm just having fun with the people. If I find something yeah. that I've already yeah. written and it could go with me uh improving or freestyling with the audience, then I use that. But freestyling and improving, that's that's my best bet right about now. And that's that's working. That way, I don't. I mean, if you take something from that night, it's specifically designed for that night for that show. So if you took it, I probably. And, and it's sad. I try to remember what I did, but I'm. I'm. It's like I. I don't know. I black out as soon as I leave the stage. I don't even remember the show I did. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a true improviser. You don't know what you just did. You just know it worked. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I think because people have been cooped up so long that you know with Netflix and just watching stuff stuff's just been coming at them being at a show where somebody's like in the audience or kind of involving you in some way has got to be like icing on the cake man that's that's the reason to go out you want to feel alive you want to have that connection so I'm I'm sure that is working for you I I'm usually pretty reserved at a show but I might be out there Man, because I grabbed this lady's phone. Def this lady was recording me in the audience, and I grabbed her phone and started hunching her phone on stage. All that. Mm. <laughs> it's just Keisha's crotch. That's all because <laughs> she wanted something to record. So I was like, "Here you go." <laughs> I mean, I, I gave it all to it, and then after that, I asked the other ladies who was recording. I said, "Do you want this in your phone too?" And she was like, "Yes." Yeah. So I said, "Give me your phone," and I humped her phone too, and it was a great night. <laughs> yes, good old phone hunching. I love Forget it. Forget the stools. The stools are so Def Jam. The stool hunching the stool is so nineties. Get the you got to hunch your phone now. <laughs> oh, so COVID, you said I, I firmly believe like COVID nineteen gave comedians a new renaissance boom, man. Like people are prime as long as you don't get filmed saying something that somebody think offensive, you pretty much can do whatever the hell you want, and people are they want to be taken from that that dark place that everybody was in. You know what I mean? Yes. So, um. Man, what what is a show without you know? What is a what is a tour date that you are really looking for to coming like going and performing and playing at? California, when we because I want to know what it is out there. I'm I want to see how 
because I mean most most southern states social distance well. We we you want to see a show? Pull up a chair, you know. <laughs> And they're going to sell you a ticket, but I want to see how it is in California, if they're really social distancing and, you know, and of course, you know, the inebriation of it all. <laughs> of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> but we, we don't hit we don't hit California until late June. So in the summertime, that'll be good. So June all around Ooh. for Pride anyway. So I'm just any city that got some pride going on is gonna be good for me. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh Ooh. yeah. Cali Pride gotta turn up. Yeah. What? Gotta we just left up. Virginia Beach. That was fun too. Ooh, Virginia Beach. Oh wow. Man, that, that sounds so fun. What is it like? What is it like being on tour and being an entrepreneur with your comedy club? Like, how do you manage those two spaces? It's hard. I mean, I mean, the comedy club is because it's mobile. It's it's only going to be. And that's the thing. Of, that, that was the whole gist about it, to make it a mobile comedy club, to build an app, to build a virtual television stand-up series and i got i got a lot of the footage that i needed for the first season and the second season but mm. it's it's trying to edit all those things myself and get a showrunner and find a host it's it's not an easy thing when you're on tour but i'm doing it <laughs> what are they uh first seasons and second seasons of uh the laugh jones comedy club the the one we used to do it every sunday so i recorded it and, and going to edit it down and put it into a comedy series and L and call it LJCCTV. I think we're losing you a little bit. What was the name of it? That's it. <laughs> Let me screenshot y'all because y'all look sleep. <laughs> Send it to us. Oh man, my phone you. about to die. Hold on. Uh oh, that's what it is. Well, if you can still hear us, uh, Carol in the chat says to I'm come like to the Bay Area. One percent. Uh oh. It won't even let me. We might lose her. We might lose her. Screenshot you. <laughs> Hold on. Says to come to the Bay Area. Oh wow, that is a delay. Yes. Major. Tandy, can y'all hear me? Because I can't <laughs> see y'all no more. Yeah, yeah you're, we can you're hear frozen. You. Yeah, you're frozen here. We can hear you. There we go. Nope. Nope. Dang it. Hello. Can y'all see? Yeah, we can. Well, we can see you. You're frozen. Can you see me? Uh, yeah. Keisha. It was getting good. Man. <laughs> but while she sorts that out, I also wanted to shout out there Tina in the chat who says, uh, Tandy forever. <laughs> Tina. And also, they want a sweet like, dog. Hey. Like Amici. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a sweet dog. <laughs> if sweet. Amici could be in dog form, I think no one would be mad at that. <laughs> if there's some sort of dog version of Amici. And he has I, stash I, I of drugs, too. <laughs> Like, you, I, I might be. If I was, you might be. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Why would you be mad at being going a from a human to, to being a dog? Like I can't drive oh, yeah. anymore. I can't. Oh, we lost Keisha. Uh, I'm in no control of. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. We lost freedom. <laughs> but I, I, I like superpower. I could change the dog and it change back. Maybe that would be. That'd be It'd be more like a curse. Yeah. It'd be more like you change into a dog in certain situations where it'd be inopportune for you. Right. And then mm. change back. Until you got maybe you yeah. got good at predicting the inopportune times. Yeah, then you use your weakness as a strength. But man, let's see if she comes back. Anybody have a seen idea why we wait? We cut to a, a meet you on a date. So you're telling me that you turn into a dog sometimes and you don't know why. Um, that is yeah. crazy. Uh, are you saying that like are you saying that like metaphorically? Like sometimes you get like real obnoxious <laughs> and like horny and like wanna do stuff and like you can't help yourself. Is that what you're saying? Like you turn into an animal? Oh no, I turn like into an actual dog. Like no. I take the physical form of a dog. Uh, I'm still me, you know, I still I'm still like this, you know, the nice cheerful kind of bubbly guy. Um, but I turn into a dog, um, so. You, but you're still you. Mm-hmm. Are you like? Are you like a big dog, or like what type of dog are we talking? Are you furry? Um, medium size, about ninety pounds. Um, you know. <laughs> He's a medium. <laughs> <laughs> That's a medium <laughs> size. Compared medium to size how dog. I am now, I mean, like compared <laughs> to like me now, and and uh, you know, like you know, the little tiny dogs a medium. Kind of in the middle of, of my size, so <laughs> wow, yeah, this happens. It happens at at the worst times. There's nothing I can do about that it. So it's super interesting. I don't know if I believe you. That sounds. <laughs> crazy. We cut to a beauty salon. So, girl, are you telling me that right as he was getting ready to go down on you, he turned into a dog? Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. Right when he, he was, nerves. and he says it was an opportunity. Oh, but I'm my not convinced. God. I'm not convinced. I'm like, oh, how convenient! Mm. You turn into a canine right before mm. you get in there. <laughs> uh. He waited until you were done, and he wasn't a dog. Exactly. And then exactly. he turned into a dog. Oh my goodness! I call bullshit. You think okay? so? Oh, but he's so cute and bubbly. I don't know. I don't. Maybe he can't help it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think you should try it again. <laughs> if he does it again, then technically it's not an inopportune time, right? Do you like think that means he like he just really didn't want to do it? He would tell me, right? He would tell think, me, right? I, th- I think he would. Yeah, I think. I think he he just didn't want to do it, but I don't know, right? Guys lie all the time, would it, including dogs. You you, know? you had dogs lie to after the, the second second date. Hey, uh, I'm really sorry. It turned into a dog for five minutes when when the check came. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. And like, but you didn't tell me that your power, like your clothes, also turn into your dog body. So your wallet was gone. Couldn't even use your wallet. I thought that was real weird. Um, are you sure that you just didn't want to pay the check? Oh no, I mean, like, I, I want to tell me. No, I really, I really wanted to, you know, just treat you after, you know, how things ended last time. But 
like I said, I can't control this thing. It's, it's a curse. I cannot control okay. when I turn to a dog. Um, so. Okay. Well, tell you what. How about we mm-hmm. get in my car's back seat and we mm-hmm. pick up where we left off last night and, you know, we, uh, we, we resume that. How about that? And if you turn it to a dog, then I'll know what's up. Because you want to do it, right? I do, but like I said, I have no control over this thing. I don't know. You know but you, I mean, you did it already. There's got to be like yeah, some but... sort of timer on this thing, right? You can't just do it multiple times a night, I assume. Um, I actually, yeah, <laughs> it can happen. Oh. We cut to after that date. Girl, dump him. You think so? Did you dump yeah. him? Look, I, when you told him it wasn't going down without a condom, and he turned into a dog. Oh, that's mm, dump him. Scene, scene. Why? <laughs> I love it. Wow. <laughs> but don't you wish you had the power like to I knew when I was a kid, you know, when you get in trouble and you know there was like no getting out of it. There was always one thought in my mind was like, man, if I could just turn into like that picture right there, it would fuck everybody up in this house. They'd be so mad, but they wouldn't even be able to hit me. I wouldn't get a spanking, right? <clears throat> or I wouldn't get grounded because they would come in. And I didn't think it all through. Like, it's not like I was like, my mother would probably shit herself if she couldn't find me. <laughs> like, that would be their thought. I would be, where's he go? I want to beat his ass, right? He'd be like, oh my God, where did my son go? And what is this picture doing on the wall? <laughs> How do you put that there? This picture of my son from my today. Son. <laughs> 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 you know, but I used to think that, like, oh man, let me, if I could just fly out of here right now come back after I'm supposed to get spanked. I'll be good. Mm-hmm. Or, I, I like that they, that there's a time limit on the spanking. <laughs> like, oh, if I don't spank him in the next 30 minutes, I'm it's just a, not going to do it. It's yeah. Not- <laughs> yeah. It's a fine. You can't. The window expires, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this amount of time to spank the or, kid. Or, the, or that they, like, spank you and, and kill you. And or hurt you in some way that you're just damaged, and then they're feeling bad and they're crying. We're so sorry. Oh no! And then like you just pop up and you're not dead anymore. Ta-da. <laughs> Don't spank me anymore. Oh, you just had the power to like temporarily You're a little, yeah, you know that was the thing. Like you didn't want to be dead forever, but you just so, didn't see what it was like. We cut to a genie speaking to a kid. So your last wish is you want your parents to learn a lesson from spanking you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's your last wish. I mean, I can't go back if that's what you want. That's right? what I want. I already got all the candy I can eat. I already got no more school forever. And that's the last <laughs> one I want. That's my third wish. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm really, really sorry you were the one that picked up my lamp because, you know, where I'm sitting, it might not be great wishes. You might, you know, you basically screwed yourself for the rest of your life. But, hey, I'm going to do you one favor here. I'm going to make sure that nobody ever 
can kick your ass, all right, without paying a heavily price. What? You got me? Okay. Okay. All so right. the next time your parents lay a hand on you, mm -hmm. they will definitely be sorry. All right. Good. Good. Boom. All right. That's I just go home now. Uh you see that that dude over there down the street? I'm just gonna jump in the lamp. You can just take me all the way back down there. He looks like he needs a genie in his life. Okay. Okay. See you later, kid. Thank you. Candy, you're finally home. <sighs> That's right. Okay. Um, what's the deal of all, all those candy wrappers in your, in your bedroom? Your bedroom is full of candy wrappers. We can't even open the door. There's so many candy wrappers in there. I did, want... did you steal it? No. I want to eat candy. I found a genie and he gave me three wishes. <laughs> all the candy I want to eat, no more school forever. And the last one is a surprise. What if we told you about using your imagination outside of the house? We don't like it. We can't control yeah. it. Yeah. But there's one thing we can control. Amici. What? Get the belt. I'm going to get the belt. <laughs> well, you I'm know, not. You're gonna, you know, I'm, I'm going to get the belt. Too. I'm going to get my own belt. Oh, are there two belts coming this time? It's two okay. belts. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's a two-belter today. Yeah, you're going to learn a lesson this, this time. Oh, you're going to learn such a lesson. You're going to learn such a lesson. <laughs> oh, you're going to learn a lesson today. <laughs> and go, as on they, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. They go Look into the room in the closet to reach for the belts and they turn into snakes. <laughs> ah! Our belts are snakes. What's going on? Who put all these snakes in our closet? And they get bit. Ow. <laughs> I got bitten. Are y'all okay in there? And she opens the door and sees that they're covered in belts and, and dead from, from poison. Poisonous bites. Ah, that's what you get. Stop thanking me. You can do other things to discipline me. Okay, now get up. I just wanted to teach you a lesson. Okay, mom and daddy. Get up. I just wanted to teach you a lesson. A couple hours later, the cops are there. All right, kid. So tell me what happened. I, I, I saw a genie and he told me I got three wishes and I got candy and there's no more school and I just wanted to teach my, my <clears throat> parents a lesson just to, to, so they can stop spanking me mm -hmm. and, then, and then I heard him say ow and I opened up the door and they, they were just covered in belts I don't understand <laughs> what imagination this kid has on listen um, that genie that you were talking about with did he, did he happen to be in a white van and passing out candy out of his van of any sort? Yeah, that's how he that's how he got my attention. He's like, I got candy. I went and I got the candy. And he says, Yeah, take this lamp. I'm a genie. And then I got the lamp. And yeah, that's that was him. He was in a white van. Mm. So he said he was a genie, but he was in a white van. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, he had a lamp. Um, I think we're going to have to take you in for more questioning. And as he says that, his belt starts hissing and starts no. biting him in his stomach. <laughs> oh, 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 no, oh, no. oh, oh. <laughs> are, you, are you okay? Oh, no. <laughs> Cut to a few hours later, uh, a bunch of cops are outside the house. All right, men, take off your belts. Take off your belts. I got it on good word that this person uses belts against us somehow. Make sure you're unstrapped. I don't give a fuck about no belt. I'm going to put a bullet in whoever it is that killed that cop. Don't we all want to put a bullet in whoever it is that killed that cop? All right. But we got to make sure we don't over overstep our bounds here. Fuck that. Cop is dead. What do you bleed, huh, Sergeant? Do you bleed red or do you bleed blue? I, I bleed, bleed blue. Blue. All right. Well, let's get in here and let's handle business. And they, business. <laughs> <laughs> and they jump over the hood and they run through the grass and jump through the window, firing guns into the wall. <laughs> 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 and as they see her, uh, they turn her, their guns, but their ties start turning into snakes. Uh, uh, no! I didn't think about the tie. I didn't think What is happening? I got on that genie. I don't understand. It's seen. <laughs> should be careful what you ask for, kids. <laughs> By the way, that would be horrible for a kid. <laughs> like, it's a terrible thing. It's horrible. <laughs> All they could do is have unlimited candy in those schools. Even if they wanted to go educate themselves, they'd be like, I'm sorry, there's no way. You're not showing up at all in any system. Anytime I, I send you emails about the homework, it disappears. It disappears. Every book I give you turns blank. I can't. <clears throat> I can't do anything for you. <laughs> Never seen this before. <laughs> just gonna have to leave you behind, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's all just candy everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just giving away candy, getting in trouble and stuff. Yeah, at some point, that's got to get old. It's just got to. Yeah. Definitely. I, I, um, I was hearing this one parenting style. Or at least one guy who who does this, he he says that kids are pretty good at no like learning their lesson on certain things. Like for the one of the examples he gives, like, hey, if you eat the whole bag of candy, your stomach's gonna hurt. And then the kid does, and their stomach hurts. It's like, well, there, like now you know. Sometimes you, his idea is like you let the kids kind of make their mistakes, and you know you make sure they don't do anything drastic, but like, yeah, yeah. You don't have to keep them from every little thing. It stops their exploration. It doesn't make them curious. And it's a form of education, man. Like my two-year-old, I call her Bart Simpson because she does the opposite of whatever you say. And uh, sometimes, as long as it's not going to be a penalty that I'm going to pay heavily for, right, I will let her experience you know, whatever it is she needs to experience, right? You're jumping on my couch. I remember she fell off the couch 
I felt bad for this, but she fell off the couch and bumped her head. <clears throat> and one of her favorite songs is uh, the monkeys jumping on the bed, right? And I remember she looked at me like, oh my God, this is painful. And I was like, look, you know the song. <laughs> you sing it every day. You had to think it was going to happen, right? <laughs> it's two-year-old, right? She's like, what the hell are you talking about? I just fell off the couch. I'm like, I mean, I think this is a great opportunity for education, little girl. <laughs> All of this pain you're feeling, let that marinate. You know? It's a good time to cement the lesson. It's a good time. <laughs> All right, let's sit down and think about our actions. Yeah. How did we end up here? <laughs> but I didn't not, do that. You did that. But it was the song. It, the song came true, right? That's the it's I'm sure you <laughs> I'm sure you said I, ne I I told you don't jump. Your when she fell or hit her head, you didn't say, see, I told you, you said you know the song. <laughs> you you know. No, what happens I, in I, the song? No, when my daughter got me, Phoenix grabbed me and she was like, Dad, Zara fell off the couch. And I went over and I said, What was she doing? She was running and jumping on the couch. I said, Oh, like the song where the monkeys are jumping <laughs> on the bed and all five of them bumped their head. And the mom has to call the doctor every single time. Dang, are you okay? She was like, Uh huh. I said, It hurts. She said, uh huh. I said, But you're not a monkey, right? Mm-mm. Okay, right? I think you learned it, right? <laughs> Go back and play. Um, and then my four-year-old, right? She likes running outside with no shoes on. I was never that kid, right? But the thing about living in Texas is they are red ants, fire ants, and they bite the shit out of you. Um, don't matter if they're small or big. And one time, my four-year-old went outside Got bit by an ant, but she wasn't like, like really, really hurt. She was just like more or less pissed off. She was like, dad, that mean old ant bit me on the foot. I was like, oh man, he must've been strong to bite through your shoes. I didn't have any shoes on. I said, what? Oh my, I tell you all the time to put shoes on. I'm sure you didn't just not listen to me, right? I didn't have my shoes on. I'm like, well, it sucks, but I don't think the ant would have bit your foot if you had a shoe. But now you know that when I'm telling you to do this, then I'm not just doing it because I don't want you to enjoy your bare feet on the ground. I didn't want that little ant to bite you on the toe. And it works, right? It's like I don't I'm tired. I don't want to have to keep saying or restrict you. Sometimes you gotta go bump your head, <laughs> you know, or the proverbial hot hand on the stove and go. You're not going to do that again, are you? <laughs> no. Okay. Then we learned it. We figured it out. All right. Let's give you some love. Go play. And I think it's important to, to highlight that, like, in that explanation to her. Give me one second, y'all. Sure. In the explanation to her, he didn't just say, see, see what happens when you don't listen to me? This is why you always listen to me. It was like, hey, let's think about what happened. You were outside. You didn't have shoes and bit your foot. I tell you to wear your shoes for this reason. Uh, and you walk them through that. And I like that approach better than the uh, listen to what I say all the time. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. I just thought it was funny that, well, that's just like the song. Because I'm still <laughs> stuck on like a song teaching you a lesson. 
uh, you know, think about, I was just thinking about songs and like, oh, wow, if, if that came true or if you use that to teach a lesson, what would you learn? Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just trying to think of some songs like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know anything about blind mice, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and ran after the farmer's wife and she cut off their tails what <laughs> i tell i tell my wife that that our kid doesn't need to learn these garbage kid songs that don't have any value other than drive their parents crazy because uh, sometimes she'll sing this sort of things um and i'm like why you pick that song you can sing any song in the universe <laughs> We have we have Spotify. We have access to all sorts of great music, and yet you want to sing "Wheels on the Bus" or whatever, like it's just a horrible song. No lesson in it. The lyrics are repetitive. It's just it just Beat teaches a whack. Thank you, Marina. It is cute. It's, cute. it's something just to teach it. Yes, <laughs> and and it's a part of culture too. Like it. They're gonna go to school one day, and and if you haven't did those songs, they're gonna be the only kid going like, "Huh, Jingle Bells? What is that? I've never heard Jingle Bells before." And they're gonna be like, "You don't know what Jingle Bell is?" I mean, my dad said it was a stupid song. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't do give anybody any value, right? <laughs> we cut to we cut to a uh, um, uh, elementary uh, uh, principal's office, uh, Mr. Antoine. We think you're a great kindergarten teacher. We've gotten nothing but great reviews, but there are some concerns about some of the musical selections hmm. that uh, you've been offering the students. Uh, I had a, a parent uh, call and say that she likes the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but mm -hmm. she's not so sure that her five-year-old should be singing. I think you you taught the kids the lyrics to... I think it's Under the Bridge. Under the yeah. Bridge, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a classic, classic song. Right, right. One and of the greatest hits. We, we want the kids to learn culturally appropriate songs. So if they go to this kindergarten or that one, they can all know the same stuff. And I can guarantee you there are not any other kindergarten teachers teaching that, that song. Sure. But these kids, if they were to go to any karaoke bar, they would be amazing. If they were to go to any concert of alternative rock, they would know how to listen. They would know how to react. I am teaching them lessons for life past kindergarten. You, you ever you ever sing Wheels on the Bus as an adult? Hmm? You ever you and your friends no, get together right. to the, at the no. karaoke bar? Hey, let's do Wheels on the Bus. No, no, never. You're. I mean, you you have a good point, but I mean. Children's education has been successful and, and by being the same for, for, for years, Antoine. I, I, Mr. Antoine, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with you coming in and breaking that mold. I really wish you would stick to the curriculum. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything right now. I'm not gonna to, to put anything in your permanent file about this, but uh, if you would please just get back to your class and uh, you know, instruct what we what we ask you to instruct. Just, just you know, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to need you to do that. Okay. Well, before I go, what about yeah. what about go to the doctor? Go see the doctor by Kumoji. How do we feel about that? There's a lot of good advice in that song. 
Mr. Antoine. I that's, that's Do you not want these kids going to the doctor? I want them to go to the doctor. Uh, me too. Do any of your songs tell them to go to the doctor? Any of the songs on the approved list? No. And when they should? What type of situations might warrant a visit to the doctor? We no, no, we don't. We don't. Okay, fine, Mr. Antoine. If it's something that is useful to the students in their lives, then that's okay. But I reserve the right to come in and stop some songs that I feel might not be useful, especially if I get wind of it from parents. Fine, fine. Hey, okay. I can I, I listen to criticism, okay. no problem. We're all adults here, right? We're not like them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, who's them? The the kindergartners. Oh, okay. Yeah, Children. no, that's that's fine. Good. Mr. Antoine, you're 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 free to go. Uh teach your course and uh best of luck. All right, we cut the class. All right, kids. Today we're gonna be going over the Ten Crack Commandments by Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> what? Oh. You're gonna learn how to count to ten, and you're also gonna learn some great rules. About selling narcotics, but <laughs> okay. the, the, the numbers will come first. The narcotics lesson you'll get it later on in life. Okay. Okay. Do, hey, do you guys uh, have your lyrics in front of you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, I have a, a question. Um, so, um, uh, Timmy, who did you see, Max Timmy? He's he's not here today. Um, he he's at home because he he almost got hit by a bus. Did, did you hear about that? I did not. I did not. What happened? Yeah, like, you know, he was walking in the street and he didn't know, like, you know, what the wheels on the bus do and where they go. Um, so he was walking in town and a bus almost hit him. Wait a and second. His mom, yeah, his mom's really upset that he doesn't know, you know, that a bus goes all through the town. That is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. That's unfortunate. There are full disclosures. There are songs, kids, about <laughs> buses and and how they move and where they go. Yeah. So, uh, are we learning the right songs here? I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, of course, we're learning the right. We're learning the classics. We're learning the classics, little one. Okay. I am. I apologize. Here, here. I'll give you a quick primer on on what buses do. The wheels go round and round, and they go around town. That is the entirety of the song. All right, the button. Moving on. Sorry, go it's ahead. Me. My little brother got bit by a spider when he was trying to stick his hand up the gutters in the spout. And my mommy said that if we would have known the Itsy Bitsy Spider song after it rained, we wouldn't have put our hand in the gutter. Okay, kids, you're not gonna you're not gonna understand this, but your parents are completely missing the point. You kids shouldn't be walking in the street nor sticking their hands in water spouts, regardless of whether there's a spider or whether there's a bus. But wait, what kids are gonna do that stuff? No. Okay, but the song is not gonna. Why you yeah. yelling at us? <laughs> you don't understand the war I've been fighting. We cut to a parent-teacher conference meeting. Excuse me, my son. My son, I caught doing a crack deal outside in his playhouse. And he told me that you taught him 
how to not only sell crack, how to determine who is good to sell crack to, how to make it, and how to count the 10. And and that also like they would get high on your own supply. You told me that too. I know some. We didn't even talking about that. But he also learned that and told me that you said it was one of the golden rules. Uh yeah, I mean that is all true. He also learned how to count to ten. Let's not gloss over that fact. Um, but he is now a businessman. Uh, I apologize that he you don't approve of his lifestyle. He's a businessman. Is he not? The kid still wets the bed. Well, I mean, I feel like you would know more than anybody. I saw you wiping your nose as you were walking in the room. If you know what I mean. Excuse me. Are you? What are you saying? I, I mean, come on. I think I think we know what I'm saying here. You know, if you had a little something, something, did you bring it up for the class? Is that's what I'm saying. Are, are you saying that I I procured drugs for my own son? Is that what you're saying? I mean, if that's what happened, that's what happened. I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's all the way you wiped your nose. And uh, we all know what that means. So why not stop being stingy and go ahead and share a little bit of that? We cut to Antoine in the car with his big mama. I had to come and pick you up from the job after they fired you. That should be a shame. And you taught those kids how to sell crap. You wouldn't even teach me how to sell crack. Oh, why y'all hate y'all big mama like that? I don't hate your big mama. You know that. It's a song. I was just teaching them the classics. That little boy is a businessman. They said he's 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 got thousands of dollars now. And not getting high on his own supply. I wouldn't even, I would just use a little bit of it and I wouldn't use a lot. Suddenly a, another car hits their trunk and they, they stop the oh. we just got hit oh no let me, hold on you okay on. you okay I'm fine. I'm fine all right let's go let's go check on the other there's a dog in that car <laughs> there's a dog driving the car how did the dog drive that doesn't make it doesn't how would it even like turn the key doggy hello doggy <laughs> roll down the window dog come on down <laughs> <laughs> and that is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show, everybody. <laughs> thank you for listening. DJ Comfy, cue up that music. And thank you for Keisha Hunt. Sorry. Yes, oh, I hate her. Yeah. phone died. Got to um, get her back on. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, be careful out there if you're in Houston. It's a tornado warning. Sounds like hellfire outside my house. Oh, that's right you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I know we had a flash flood watch going on. Um, I know about the tornado warning. I'm getting a call, I think, from the city right now. She trolled. Keisha style. Got to do the shout out to the people in the comments Ken, Glenn, Shauna, Lisa, Tina, Carol, Ramona, Marina. Thank you all for stopping by. Thank you so much for hanging out and leaving comments. We'd love it. Love to see it. 
Um, check out Keisha Hunt. If you have not, you should check her out. She's hilarious. She's on tour right now. So you know, check and see if she's coming to your city. You be safe too, Shauna. Uh, you be safe. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And with that, um, we out. We out. Oh, I love the.